Hello, friends. Welcome to the Made You Smile podcast. I'm Melinda. And I'm Carrie. And we're here to make you smile. It's in the name. Hope you enjoy. So funny thing, I forgot to hit uh, record. We did such an amazing podcast. It was great. Y'all should have been there. You should have heard it. (laughs) But we're going to start again. Yes, we are. Um, Hey, uh, welcome Kelly Matthews, resident Bible nerd. Hi. It's great to be back. It's been too long, ma'am. I don't even want to know how long, but it has been long. It's been, I don't... Have you have you been here? You haven't been here for all year so far. I think not. I think oh, it was like man. Advent was the last time. What did you Which, do to make us yeah. mad? I, no, I was kind of. <laughs> what, what did you do to make us mad? <laughs> That's actually what I was wondering. <laughs> yeah, oh, they don't I'm, like me anymore. No, it's the it's the. I'm so happy you get to see me. That's kind of. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. But we did get to see her this past We did, weekend. speaking yeah. of, Saturday. Uh, so you and the two of you go to the same church at mm-hmm. First McKinney in McKinney, Texas. And and it's like my second church home, for real. But we, uh, we were extremely uh, privileged, Melinda and I, to get to be a part of the women's conference there called Empower. Mm-hmm. And that was a blast that was like so nika spaulding was the speaker for that she, she rocks amazing mm-hmm. so you met her at were y'all in school at the same not at the same time, time? no because i'm old right no. so i graduated a long time <laughs> well, ago I, she I came after sure when you went to seminary. we just have mutual seminary friends, friends. Okay. and okay. so yeah over the last i don't know five or six or seven years yeah yeah yeah, she she's was wonderful. Amazing. Yeah. yeah, she's gifted speaker. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, funny brings, as all get out. Funny brings the word. Um, yep. We had a fun moment with her finding out her undergrad was zoology. Zoology. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so she she brought it. It was an amazing week. Um, I mean, amazing day. Uh, but one of the things that that y'all did to close out the whole conference was Jennifer, who's another. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, volunteer vol- women's, women's leadership, leadership uh, mm-hmm. at your church. We did this whole prayer time that was all about your senses. It was mm-hmm. a sensory prayer, something like that. But everybody got a bag that was filled with things mm-hmm. that covered all the different senses mm-hmm. that pointed you towards the Lord and just sort of helped your, your mm-hmm. senses concentrate on, yeah. on God instead of just one, instead of just one, which, you know, it, it's, I, I, I it meant it. a lot to me. <laughs> it meant a lot to me. You're speaking for, my for, language. Yeah. For ADD people, it is awesome. Yes. <laughs> oh, that's yes. interesting. Okay. Yes, it is. It's so yeah. much is, but one of those elements was some chocolate and we were supposed to taste it. And, and see how sweet it is. And remember how our sins. Oh, wait. And I'm thinking, I saw that, that Ghirardelli square chocolate uh-huh. thinking, Ooh. I don't think this is going to go how <laughs> the they think it's going to go. Right. <laughs> but it turns out it was like all Eight, dark chocolate, it, like the highest I think you 85%. can get. 85%. 
and you said y'all y'all took little Ooh, little bites yeah. off of it. Oh, and it was... I ate the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, because you're committed. Because I'm a sinful person. You follow directions really, really well. Needed to have that. I know. Shame on y'all. Yeah. No, I had a little bite. I was like, got it. Nope. I'm good. I got it. I Survival. Understand. You're looking for your water. Yeah. yeah. Like, diet, oh, diet this is not. This well. is not chocolate. Not it the way I think. It doesn't get off your tongue quickly. Mm-hmm. Like you cannot. It kind of coats your tongue more but uh, so this is supposed to help us remember the bitterness of our yes, sin right yes. absolutely well, made an impression boy i remembered um but having said that it's it's god is so gracious in his creation and in his way of of communicating with us because he it's, is it's almost as though he is a gifted communicator it's himself. almost as if yes it's almost as if he made us this way it, yes. it's it's you you wonder sometimes <laughs> you know if god is is a creative god and he has created us to be creative mm. so having said that we are in the middle of holy week yeah. um and tomorrow is thursday which is the day that we kind of mark the the Passover, right? Yes, the, the Last Supper. The Last Supper, mm-hmm. which is them which observing. Was, they were celebrating the Passover. They didn't know. They didn't call it the Last Supper. No, it was the then. first supper it to was them. Just the supper. <laughs> <Right>. Yeah. <laughs> Let's eat, y'all. Yeah. Um, well, no, I <laughs> know. A little bit more I, than it was that. a little bit deeper than that. But um, so in that time, though, God or Jesus used the the visual of their dinner mm-hmm. to talk about his what was about to come talk us through that a little bit about mm-hmm. the symbolism of of the last supper okay so they were all this is going to sound super obvious they sure. were jews yes. and they were at passover time which is an annual feast jesus the, and the disciples yes yeah. so they are in the upper room yep. in jerusalem yep uh and Passover has come. They're having this um, designated dinner. Like every element to that dinner was prescribed. So they knew what they were sitting down to. They were sitting down to a Passover. To observe. To observe a Passover. Yeah, in obedience to the law, Mm. the law of Moses. Yeah. uh, When um, the old story that when God delivered Israel from slavery. So this is found in Exodus, if you want to read that. And you can go through the whole story of how God... Uh, Moses came to deliver the people, right? And and all the plagues happened. And finally, the 10th plague was, okay, I'm going to kill the firstborn. But, okay, uh, Hebrews, Israelites, the way for you to survive this is to make a dinner. Uh, Unleavened bread, you won't have time because I'm going to deliver you and you're going to have to run. You're going to be out of here. You got to go. But part of that is uh, to um, have roast a lamb Mm -hmm. and put the blood of the lamb uh, over the doorpost. So that was the meal. Right. They didn't okay. have all the elements that, mm-hmm. that we do now. Yeah. But they had the lamb. Yeah. And that was the key element mm-hmm. and the unleavened bread. Mm-hmm. And so those who obeyed did that. And so the angel of death passed over okay. them. Okay. So right. this is the great deliverance story in their national history. Okay. Yeah. It's kind of their defining moment. Yeah. So over the centuries, they celebrated. And to mark the different... Um, 
meaningful parts of it, they added these elements to the dinner. So the, the bitter herbs or the sweet, mm-hmm. those sorts of things. So they represented right. um, the truth of what happened. Okay. So when Jesus and his so like folks our, come along. our worship that we were talking about, having very visual things or yep. visceral things. To yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sensory. Them. So they wanted to add some of those in mm-hmm. to, to always have that memory. Right. And so they, they made a certain meal out of that that reminded them of different truths that you know of what god did for them mm-hmm. so we get to jesus time and they're doing that because that's how the law was yeah. you know because he told them celebrate this every year mm-hmm. and so they're doing that and then jesus takes the bread yeah. the unleavened bread that's yeah. got cracks in it and he says this is my body broken for you mm. and that's not in the script right uh, <laughs> so, yeah right and so <laughs> that's like what my, my question earlier <laughs> yeah. for a second time i'll ask is what were the disciples doing during this did they pick up on the change of language that was happening during the meal well if they were observant jews you would think they would have gone wait what hang on you know <laughs> but, but my, my thought was you know he's tired <laughs> he's been doing a lot a lot but of ministry he's, he's been known to say a few weird things hey. Right, <laughs> so maybe they're like, "Oh, there Don't goes again." Don't interrupt him. Let's just yeah, bring right. it just up. Just let later. him go. Right. So yeah. then he's got the the wine, and he's like, "This is my blood shed for you." And if I were them, I would have been like, "Ooh, wait, let's yeah, show or question mm, yeah. it." Cool. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. So, but they don't really record any of that for us. So he he basically took something and made it new mm. to reflect the greater truth yeah. of what he was about to do, yep. which is what makes it such so, yeah. so meaningful. So now talk about, so in the Passover meal, lamb is served. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or it not served, but God asked of them to, mm. what, what, what was the description behind the lamb that they needed to in the Passover meal? Oh, uh, the Jews before? Right, the Jews. They had to take, uh, of course, they were a very agrarian you know, and shepherd of shepherding kind of nation. So they had flocks, so that was their wealth. Yeah. So they would take a newborn or a young lamb who was perfect as far as they could tell. Yeah. Take it into their home. I don't forget for how long. I don't know if it was a week or a yeah. month or enough to kind of baby it. Yeah. And then that was the one that they had to sacrifice. And, and that was they felt it. I think that was that yeah. emotional aspect yeah. of yes, that they would they really felt that loss mm-hmm. a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Um, so God is so invested in the visual illustrations of, of connecting our minds to who he is. And I love, Melinda has this, said it a few times and it just means so much to me is that God doesn't make it hard for us Mm -hmm. to know how to obey him. He doesn't make it hard for us to, to know him and, and who he is. And I, I love that. Uh, you know, as being an artist for you, Melinda, and being a storyteller for me, and um, how I can connect through those mm-hmm. those illustrations, through those visuals, and and Jesus taught with parables right. and and you know fig trees and yep. olive oil presses, S- and similes and metaphors, flowers and fields. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They bring it alive to us. And then you know, basically, the whole testament is like one big illustration of of you know this need for redemption, but. You know, there's other things throughout the Old Testament too mm-hmm. that points towards the yeah. um, the crucifixion of Jesus. There's mm-hmm. what are they called? Is it like it's a type? Type. It's, it's like a type. A, a type of Christ. Yes. 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 Because doesn't isn't there a verse that says it about Adam? 
who yes. was a type of Christ. Well, because they called Jesus the second Adam. The second Adam. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. as one Adam did this, the second Adam did that, yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah. So Abraham and Isaac. Um, yeah. Is that in Genesis 22, I think? I, you wow. know better than me. Gonna, I, we can double check props. me on that. Yeah. Impressive. Um, that would be when he takes Isaac up to sacrifice, which even back then, before the law, they apparently had a system of sacrificing to God as yeah. a form of thanksgiving or request, something. Yeah. But So it didn't sound weird to Sarah when they took off and said, we're going to go sacrifice. Yeah. <laughs> so it was normal. Yeah. Did I get the chapter you right? You got it right. Woo-hoo! My Ow. seminary prophet is so proud. There you go. That's, that's, <laughs> that's why they pay you the big bucks. Right. Yeah. So, but yeah, so if you remember the story, mm-hmm. he didn't take the animal. Right. And eventually Isaac kind of figures this out like, hey, dad, where's uh-huh, the uh-huh. sheep or the ram or whatever mm-hmm. it was? And Abraham is sweating it. Yeah. And he's like, God will provide that when yeah. we get there. Yeah. So they keep going and they get there. And of course, Abraham intended all along to sacrifice Isaac yeah. because that's what God had told him to do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But then he didn't have to because in his obedience, God honored that and said, whoop, nope, nope. Yeah. One, one aspect I love about that story is he provided a ram mm-hmm. and they, Moses found the ram and I'm pretty confident. A- Abraham. Abraham said Moses. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, that's okay. like it's Noah. Okay. And so Noah, <laughs> so Abraham found the the ram and his, his antlers were caught mm-hmm in the thorn bushes not so that his body wasn't marred Mm -hmm. up by just his horns just his Mm -hmm. horns so that he was still what's even more fun for me yeah is that the same mountain that all that happened on i know where you're going is the temple is the mountain that jerusalem is on yeah yeah same location it's so deep and rich and just Mm -hmm. so interesting and did we talk about though so the provision of the sacrifice Mm -hmm. and then the substitution we, the substitution yeah. and then we mm-hmm. get to again with the visuals mm-hmm. it was must have been so important to the jewish people the lamb the spotless lamb served at passover mm-hmm. and then when it became understood mm-hmm. after the crucifixion that christ was the lamb mm-hmm. that connection that they could make mm-hmm. you know, because they understood those stories for uh, not oh stories, absolutely that, that was their that tradition history, that tradition mm-hmm. yeah. they immediately under understood and connected mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. wow he was the spotless lamb yeah. right and so that's part of what we the new testament teaches us all along uh, and hebrews is a great book for that to help us make the connection between mm-hmm. the old testament and the new yeah and what jesus did yeah uh so the annual sacrifices, um, which were around Passover, mm-hmm. but they also had to bring a lamb to the high priest, mm-hmm. and and they would give atonement or covering for the sins of the family mm-hmm. uh, for the last year. So they did this every year. Uh, it's only the high priest could go into the Holy of Holies right. to to sacrifice an animal mm-hmm. for the sake of the whole nation. Okay. See, that's why I ate the whole thing. <laughs> chocolate is because it's for all of us. For the whole, whole year nation. and the whole, the whole nation. Family. Yeah. yeah. No. So thank you, Melinda. So we don't do that anymore. We don't need to sacrifice over and over and over again yeah. because yeah. Christ was the final sacrifice. Yep. And so uh, Hebrews 7, it says, Such a high priest truly meets our need, one who is holy, blameless, pure, set apart from sinners, exalted above the heavens. 
This is verse 26 and now 27. Unlike the other high priests, he does not need to offer sacrifices day after day, first for his own sins and then for the sins of the people. He sacrificed for their sins once for all when he offered himself. Mm. So that's Good Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine how hard that was for them to be like, okay, so what you're saying is we don't have to do this anymore. And it's like the fear of just the disbelief. What if he's wrong? What if this is, yeah, yeah, what if we stop doing this and it's not okay? Whoo, that would have taken. But then 40 years, 40 ish, maybe, I don't know, Mm. do the math. Um, In eight, AD 70 uh-huh. or 72, I forget, yeah. the temple was destroyed. Yeah. And they haven't been able Can't to do able annuals. To do that. Yeah. You know, sacrifices ever since. So. But Christians understand that they don't have to. Yeah. So. so. Wow. This is so interesting. We only got through Friday, uh, but Sunday's the best. Sunday's, Sunday's on Sunday's the way. Sunday's best. coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, well, thank you. Oh, so fun to be back. For hanging out with us yeah. and teaching us things. and and Easter's more fun than Christmas. It's it kind of is. It's like it's the Super way Bowl more of, of Christianity. A, it is. It I, I'm is. stealing that from our pastor. I love it when he says it that. It is the Super Bowl for sure. So, all right. Well, we'll see you at Christmas. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. What about this summer? <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll do some stuff. I, I think we're yeah. reading a book or something uh, by yeah. somebody who wrote a, a really smart book. So <laughs> if, we, if we don't see you, you know, Merry Easter. Merry Easter. Merry <laughs> Easter. Yes. It's Friday. But Sunday's Sunday's coming. talking about it'd be a good idea to come up with things to put in the easter basket yeah because we did stocking stuffer ideas and I, back I, in christmas I can so we should do easter baskets yeah. several that would be great okay like um starbucks cards yeah uh chocolate mm-hmm. that's good a massage therapy card yeah and chocolate hey hey so and, and you might as well like Instead of like a $5 Starbucks card yeah. that really can't get you a whole lot at Starbucks, you could load maybe 25 or sure. 50 um, on there. I have a question. And I have a question. Maybe, I don't know, like a bed and breakfast yeah. gift card. Wait a minute. I need to know and something. Yeah. <laughs> Whose Easter basket is this? I'm sure there's a four-year-old around, <laughs> around that. that that could appreciate that would love a massage therapy. <laughs> learn the good things early. I'd love a latte from Starbucks. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> do y'all do? Okay. Here's the question. Do y'all mm-hmm. still do Easter baskets for your kids? I. For your adult children. My, I was about my to children, say. if they had listened to this, would be screaming, no, she does not. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to say, hey, yeah. many, many years of yes. four, Easter, four baskets Easter baskets and a husband that insisted each child needed a hundred eggs stuffed oh, or something like this. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, no. no, they don't. Yeah, so Not there was anymore. a couple of years ago. Yeah. And my, my youngest is now 13. So mm-hmm. I think this was last year, maybe the year before. I mean, I'm the last minute, like, oh, it's Easter. Oh, yeah. oh chocolate. Oh, yeah. you know. So I'm better this year. I've already been down to um, Russell Stover. Oh, And, I've, and okay. I happened to yeah. go a couple weeks ago, and I grabbed yeah. some Easter bunnies. So they've got bunnies. And okay. For, and, your, mm-hmm. for your kids, mm-hmm. I'm sure, like, maybe half-price books. 
Uh, right? Cards right. Well, see, or... That's money. And I have a thing about giving people money for oh. things that... Oh, I don't yeah, know. There's yeah. something in the mom in me. It's like, really? More money for you? You Can always you get even, my money anyway. I'm just curious. Could <laughs> you, you have all my money anyway? begin to get a book for your children? Oh, that they oh. hadn't read. I mean, that's, oh. what, that's no, that's my thing for my kids. We do give them a lot of gift cards to help price. Yes. I was going to say, why yeah. even try? Because my kids, I have to. I need a list with authors' names. Poor, I just mm-hmm. go yeah. through the books. Yeah, yeah. Okay. but uh, but a couple years ago, I did. I basically said, okay, here's a ten dollar bill and mm-hmm. a bag of jelly beans. <laughs> I love it. In a, and they <laughs> were happy. In, in a brown paper bag with a ribbon. <laughs> They're lucky. Maybe, yeah. Since I'm an artist, I could draw a bunny right. or something fun yeah, on the no front. Such in thing. a Target bag. It was yeah. more of a, with a sticky with whose name, you know, okay. yeah. all laid out on the table. I, what are your go-to? I, you still do. Like, I do. I love it. I don't know. I think, I think, um, I think my love language is gifts. I think. Cause I, and I have my back, my, I bought, well, I'm, my kids aren't listening to this. I am doing like these little tote bags from the target dollar section and I'll get like, there's a macaroon place just down the street and I'll do some macaroons and some fun different colors and, and probably they all love popcorn. So I'll go up to the popcorn place and get like chocolate now, covered popcorn. Oh, you're context, giving a good idea. Your children are 25 <laughs> and. And I have a, I have a soon to be daughter in law. So she's, getting one, she's getting yep. one too. She's getting one too. And. And 50 years old, her other child. <laughs> my, my husband, yeah. Legos will probably show up in his little Legos. Husbands get... Oh, oh yeah. I think so. <laughs> I I don't know. I just... I, I Okay, so for all the moms out there that go overboard... I find joy Are in that. Are you justifying? I no, I don't think I have to defend myself about that. But I just we do I we enjoy go, it. That's yeah. what we do at Christmas. We don't do yeah. all of the different holidays. But yeah, at Christmas we enjoy yeah. blessing yeah. our family. Yeah, members, so. I do. I do little fun things for Christmas and Easter. And then birthdays are just... It's okay, Carrie. I, I, hey, I'm not defending <laughs> myself. Listen, listen to me, Carrie. <laughs> it's okay. Okay, thank you for your yeah. approval. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Um, <laughs> listen, Linda, listen. <laughs> Look at Linda. Hey, um, I, we were just sitting here wondering where that tradition came from, and so I Googled it. and That uh, tradition being Easter The Easter baskets, baskets and Miss Martha Stewart says that the, the tradition of exchanging baskets is said to be descended from early medieval Catholics. To celebrate the end of Lent, they would bring baskets of delicious goods to church in order to be blessed by the priest. I feel like a lot of our holidays, though, and our traditions yeah. were... Sometimes the church responding to pagan um, or taking uh, over, taking over, yeah, pagan, yeah, you know, and yeah, trying to, and, and yeah. So I think we could probably research and find yeah. a little bit of everything. So much into. of mm-hmm. traditions is like Christmas but, trees, yes. yeah, Bring back, it back and forth, to, listen, yeah. Point them toward Christ. Hey, point them toward yep. toward the story. Yeah, and you're doing the good empty things. garden, not the veggie garden, but the empty garden and the tomb. Yes. Awesome. Love it.
Me? <laughs> yeah, no, that was hey, a really good podcast. Yeah. <laughs> that Thanks. was fun. Thanks for hanging out with us. Always fun. Teaching us about stuff. And um, before we wrap up our podcast, we like to leave you with something from the Word. Although we are been in the Word, mm-hmm. let's talk about Easter. Well, we didn't want to leave it with Good with, Friday yeah. because, I mean, yeah, it's the Easter. amazing yeah. part is Sunday. Right. The whole point of it. <laughs> Take us through If that. we had it's ended Sunday. on Good Friday, it wouldn't be good. <laughs> it, exactly. Yes. It's the good news of Jesus. But mm-hmm. this is why we celebrate. Hey, if you would do us a huge favor and go on to wherever you listen to your podcast and give us a like or five stars or a wonderful review or even better, share it with somebody else that might need to hear this message that we have today or you know, just need a smile or whatever, you know, give them some M&Ms and a Diet Coke and say, here, and, and also listen to this podcast. But it's a surefire awesome. combination. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, Kelly, you're going to read us the accounts from Mary Magdalene and John yes. 20, right? John 20. All right, take it away. So this is on Sunday morning, the third day. Verse 11. Now Mary stood outside the tomb crying. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb and saw two angels in white seated where Jesus' body had been, one at the head and the other at the foot. They asked her, Woman, why are you crying? They have taken my Lord away, she said, and I don't know where they've put him. At this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not realize that it was Jesus. He asked her, Woman, why are you crying? Who is it you were looking for? Thinking he was the gardener, she said, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you've put him, and I'll get him. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned toward him and cried out in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said, Do not hold on to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. Go instead to my brothers and tell them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went to the disciples with the news. I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he had said these things to her. (laughs) We both just looked up and smiled. (laughs) Smiled real big. (laughs) I think, uh, you know, last year I posted on Facebook, it's Friday, but Sunday's coming. Mm -hmm. And I had one of my non-believer friends um, kind of laugh at that and and say, um, that's kind of a funny thing to say. And then I explained and they were very uh, just wonderful, you know. Oh, I did not know that was important to your your religion. Yeah. But I'm sad for those who don't understand mm, the yeah. phrase. Yeah. And I want them to understand what it means when we say it's Friday, but Sunday's coming. Mm-hmm. There's hope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's hope. Yep. And the best part of this story yeah. is that Jesus loves you. You can't mess that up. <laughs>